The reason is because the brain is really, really bad <laughs> at predicting. <laughs> So today's topic is why you can't imagine feeling good when you're feeling bad. So the reason we, when we're feeling bad, the reason we can't imagine feeling good. So for example, you know, if you're feeling stuck and mm -hmm. then, you know, perhaps you're even speaking to someone who's saying, well, you know, remember you can do this and you can do that. You can't imagine feeling differently. The reason is because the brain is really, really bad <laughs> at predicting. <laughs> So uh, basically, the brain is constantly predicting the future based on the past, but prioritizing the present. So the way you feel now is mm -hmm. coloring everything you're thinking about from predicting the future, thinking about the future to remembering the past. So if you're feeling um, stuck or upset or, or hopeless or depressed or anything like that, you've got stress chemicals in your system. And your brain is designed to prioritize what's happening right now. And it attaches that um, or, or it, it uses that as a uh, filter through which you see the future. So how do you how do we know this information? Oh, good question. <laughs> you sound right. very certain of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK, so, uh, you know, in addition to everything that we teach about brain chemistry and um, all of that, uh, there's a book called Stumbling on Happiness by Daniel Gilbert. And it, it, he does a brilliant job of explaining this. Um, and, and so we'll leave it up to him to explain the, you know, the sort of mm. everything behind mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But uh, the fact is that the brain is designed to prioritize what's happening now. And so it's uh, so somebody pointed out to me the other day, it's also why, uh, you know, for those people who stay up late and they know mm. they should go to bed and they think, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I feel terrible in the morning, but you can't really imagine what you're going to feel like in the morning. So you continue to think your brain is prioritizing now. Well, I really want to finish watching this movie. I really want to play this game. I really want to, you know, continue doing whatever you're doing or I don't feel like going to bed mm. yet. And then the next morning, <laughs> you realize your brain didn't do a good job of predicting how you will feel. Mm -hmm. And in mm -hmm. the same way, uh, when you're feeling good, your brain can't predict accurately what's going to happen when you when you feel you know when something happens and you and you'll get back. So so a repeat of those triggers. Yeah, or when we're we're in those low spaces. You know, I I know that for myself when in the past I got into those um, really anxious places or those depressed places, it felt like I had entered the pit. I had fallen into the pit and you're, you're kind of like in a trance. It feels mm -hmm. like you're in the trance of that. It's just like, you know, it, it feels very real. All of yes. those neurochemicals make it feel like it's very real. And then I can't imagine that tomorrow is going to feel any better than right. what it feels like right now. It's like, uh, it, it's hopeless. It's, it's useless. What's the point of trying to do anything else? Because your brain is making the prediction. And it, again, a very bad prediction of what tomorrow is going to be like, what the next five minutes is going to be like. It's projecting that 
into the future. Right. And um, as Daniel Gilbert says in his mm -hmm. book, it's why, you know, someone who's depressed, if friends say, oh, come, come out with us, you'll feel better if you come out with us. That person who's got mm -hmm. those stress chemicals in their system and currently feeling depressed, their brain just doesn't have the ability to predict feeling that, you know, how they're going to, to accurately predict how they're going to feel, you know, if they went out. So as they think about going out with the friends, their brain is applying this depressed feeling to that event. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's not necessarily how they will feel. And I think, I think that that's really good. It's, it's really good information to have that. It's good to kind of have an academic understanding of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if I'm in that state, if somebody is in that state right now, what do we do with that? How, can, <laughs> how, do we, how, how do we use this to be able to get out of those states? Right. Good question. I, I was wondering well, when you were you. going to answer. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, before I do that, before, before we, I go into that, mm. I wanted to use the analogy of weather. So it's like if you look out and it's, um, and it's raining and you go, oh, it's always raining because rain is all you can see right now. It's always rain. It's terrible. It's always raining. Mm -hmm. And someone else mm -hmm. says, oh, well, actually, it's going to be sunny tomorrow. The forecast, the weather forecast is that there's no, no rain tomorrow. It's going to be sunny. And you look at them as if they're crazy and go, it's obviously raining. It's, it's raining. And they go, no, no, tomorrow. No, it's raining. <laughs> you know, that's mm -hmm. what the brain is doing. Mm -hmm. So you're going, well, let me, maybe I can, you know, maybe I can uh, listen to some music I like, or maybe I can go and work out, do some physical exercise. Maybe I can go out with my friends. And every thought you have of that, your, your brain is going, no, depressed or anxious or, <laughs> but clearly Sad. this. Yeah, so it's applying yeah. this to the future. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do is the first step towards this is is knowing it in the first place mm -hmm. so this is the first step for you no understanding that oh, okay so i must remember in the future when that happens that it's just that my brain is applying how i'm feeling right now to the future so i can't necessarily trust that the other analogy that works so well with this is if you think of when you're feeling triggered in a negative state um any kind of negative state You've got stress chemicals in your system. Now, if you think about the fact that you are under the influence <laughs> of chemicals in the yeah. same way, yeah. if you'd taken yeah. a drug yeah. or, you dra or, you, or you were drunk, it's so real. It's, it feels like, obviously, I'm going to die or <laughs> obviously, I, I love everybody, depending on how you, you, know, how you are on that, under that influence of that substance but you cannot trust your judgment. You cannot trust your judgment when you've taken, uh, you know, certain drugs Alcohol, drugs, or you, yeah. when you've drunk too much. And so, you know, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll know people who um, have, uh, who go over the limit with drinking. So they're clearly drunk. They're staggering around and they go, I can drive. My, <laughs> uh, my reflexes are fast. And they genuinely mm -hmm. believe that mm -hmm. it seems that way from that state because their brain is under that influence. All right. When you're in a negative emotional state, the substance under which you are under uh, which you are <laughs> under the influence of uh, is stress chemicals. Yes. Stress chemicals have the same effect, where it feels really real. It feels real that this this will never mm -hmm. end. It feels real that the, the this it's pointless and all of that. But you just have to ride out that trip. You just have to ride it out and, and remind yourself, 
I'm under the influence right now of stress care. I can't trust my judgment. So I'll just mm -hmm. wait. I'll wait until I'm feeling better. And when I'm sober, <laughs> when I'm feeling better, then I will reassess whether this is actually the truth or not, whether it, life is actually hopeless or not. Mm -hmm. So you just delay mm -hmm. that until those, until those effects have worn off and they will wear off. And again, people, you know, when, when we're ill or, you know, if you've got a hangover or something like that, it can feel like this is never going to, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. But you know that it will wear off. Those, the effects of those stress chemicals that cause negative uh, emotional states are the same. They will wear off. So then what do you do next? I hear you ask. <laughs> well, yes, but you actually have to give me a chance to ask the Sorry. question. <laughs> so how about some pointers? How about some real life pointers for how do we, how can we implement this? Right. So, so in the first, like I said, the first step is right now in this moment, uh, you know, in setting the intention that you will remember this and oh yes, so the next time I'm feeling like that, I'm going to remember this. The second piece to do in the, when you're in the middle of it is just, you know, tell yourself, I'm just going to write it out. I'm just going to make the best of it that I can. So for example, if you are standing in the rain, okay, it's raining, you can't make the rain stop, but you'll do the best you can by, you know, maybe you'll get under shelter or you'll put up your umbrella. And the equivalent of that is mm -hmm. you will use, you know, you'll listen to some music you love or you'll sleep or you'll do whatever you can to just make it a little bit less unpleasant for yourself until it stops knowing that it will go away, it will stop, it will change. Um, and then the third piece is to be prepared. So mm -hmm. starting mm -hmm. now, prepare yourself for then, understanding that it, it you will get triggered because we are human, everyone, ha it happens for everyone. Our uh, emotions come and go, they're up and down. Yep. Um, and so, and life happens. So you, you be prepared knowing, okay, so I'm gonna make sure that I have some music that I love to listen to that, that makes me feel good. And practicing a little two minute exercise uh, brain chemistry exercise that we um, that we've created. So it's in our book, um, change what happened to you. Uh, but it's also in a YouTube video. So we I'll, will post the link. I'll post a link. Oh, we'll put a little. It takes under two minutes to mm -hmm. change your own brain chemistry from stress chemicals to feel good chemicals. If you catch it soon enough. Right. So that's the the second the, the next point here is that uh, is practicing it when you're not triggered. So you'll mm -hmm. practice that little brain chemistry exercise when you're not triggered by anything, when you're not feeling bad, uh, just like you would practice, um, you know, just like you would practice running or that kind of thing to get fit. Mm -hmm. So you'll prepare by doing that. And it's just a short little thing. The more you do it, the better you get at it, the stronger it is, the easier it is. And then as Steve says, you catch it early. So mm -hmm. as soon as you start to feel not nice, that's when you need to step in and do something different. So do that little exercise um, or any of the other techniques we teach. Our book is yeah. full of techniques to do that. Um, and our YouTube videos share those as well. We listen to music or do some physical exercise or that kind of thing. The earlier you catch it, the easier it is to do that because the level of stress chemicals in your system won't be as high yet. Uh, the more, you know, the longer you wait, the more the stress chemicals in your system, the harder it is to, to then pull yourself out of it. Was that all I had to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just to kind of summarize, 
I think that the um, the the major point here is that the brain is not a good predictor of the future, and having that information, and again, you know, uh, uh, reviewing some of that information via you know some of the other resources there, Daniel uh, Daniel Gilbert's book. Uh, some of the things that we have in our own book, having a basic understanding of how this how this machine is working and recognizing that it is possible to change that neurochemical state. And with a few um, with a few activities, you can you can prepare yourself for what you know will be coming in the future. We're always going to be experiencing life. We're always going to be feeling some sort of a trigger to something. It's how we can engage with those triggers in the moment so that it doesn't spin into that place of being out of control. Right. So we hope that's helpful and we will see you in the next one.